On this episode of the Paranormal Mind podcast, we are going to be talking about a ghost blimp. So stay tuned. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Paranormal Mind Podcast. And yes, I say that all the time, but who cares? What's Ray, up, What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Paranormal bam, Mind bam, Podcast. Bam, bam. Just pay them no mind. I wish I could mute them. <laughs> <laughs> so there's breaking news. Breaking. Breaking hot off the press news. We just saw it. Yes. So Destination Fear, which they are now called Project Fear, they have been canceled. They are canceled from uh, Discovery Plus and Travel Channel uh, after four great seasons. I mean, great yeah. seasons uh, of a show. It was a really good show. They garnered a lot of support and had a, have a really good fan base. And now they are branching off. And the breaking news of all of this is they have started a Kickstarter campaign uh, to raise $65,000, that's the goal, to produce two road trips on YouTube. So they don't have time restraints. Uh, the episodes can be a lot longer. And what do you guys feel about this? I, so, I personally think that it's badass. Yeah, I mean, if you, can get, if you can get it done and go create your own shit, I say go for it. More power to you. We support you all the way. Yeah, because so we we know from experience that any time you do it yourselves, you decide what gets put out. So here's the thing, guys. We know <laughs> maybe you know to the general public, sixty five thousand dollars seems like a lot, but they could do two road trips with this, and that is a fraction of what an episode costs. It's cheap on network yeah. television, guys. Listen, when we were pitching the searcher stuff over to uh, producers and stuff, the first thing they're saying is, "Oh, you guys spent eighty grand on this sizzle." And we're like, "No, not even close." And yeah, it, and it shows the disconnect between what we are capable of giving, and, and you know, I've already gotten responses on the podcast videos for our Patreon, right, of how good it is and how it it's it's kind of a slap in the face to like network you know um because of the quality but you know it we live in a generation now where you have that skill set um i i know how to do this stuff and we can do it at a fraction of the cost well and we have the equipment we have a, the equipment that a lot of people aren't Don't, able to get right now right which you know it's not saying anything against them no no it, it's just something that over time you work towards getting this absolutely stuff. and that's one cool thing about destination fear or project fear now is they own all their stuff they own their stuff uh dakota edits his own uh footage which he does a phenomenal job at that i mean he is he is unmatched i I mean i haven't seen a better editor in quite some time with what he's able to do and it's not a knock against like any of our editors or josh or (laughs) i'm not gonna say anything i know i know Uh, no no no, like i i edit too and i'm not even 
really, a guys, fraction of the. If I could hand know. our editing off to anybody, I would be like, if they did, especially somebody like Dakota, I'd be like, yes, yes, yeah. please help us. But we admired their work and always yeah. have admired their work right. because we knew how it was being done. Well, and and it's not it's not just their work, but when you know the people, when you meet the people, and you know how they really are, that makes a difference too. So. If you're listening out there and you were Destination Fear fans, um, they're still continuing. And if you're able to support them, please go support them. It is a very, very cruel world when it comes Absolutely. to streaming and yeah, when it comes to network cutthroat. Network, it, cut it, it is cutthroat. We're not we're not necessarily necessarily talking about the networks. It's business. At the end of the day, it they is. they have to make business decisions that best suit what they want, and it's money no matter how you spend it yeah and with any profitable business you have to consider the money that's why you're in business absolutely is for the financial part of it but you know that goes back to the point that we know that we could do it you know the meat and potatoes of it we could do it cheaper oh yeah a ton cheaper and dakota knows that as well um and you know to kind of reiterate that they can do it cheaper they've been doing it cheaper for network tv they haven't been making that large amount of money. I'm sure it's going out to like a million different people. But at the end of the day, he's probably putting in 80% of the actual production work. Well, and you got to think of uh, there's Dakota, Chelsea, Alex, um, Tanner. Right. There's all of these different players in the game. And you got to make sure that they're compensated for the time that they're taking Absolutely. away from from life. You know, because it you see the final product and you see, okay, oh, this is cool. Sometimes you see thirty minutes an hour, but there's countless hours of work that yeah. that behind the scenes it goes into it. Editing alone, like Dakota, the fact that he edited all of his episodes <laughs> on top of filming it is mind blowing. Yeah, that is a task. The amount of work that is a uh, task we know to do. Most, but. So that means probably while he was on the road, he was editing. Pre- oh, yeah. previous episodes yeah. to meet deadlines that the networks were giving them. But with this new venture that they're doing, they have the say-so of when they can release the stuff and when they do this or that. Right. So I'm rooting for them, man. I, I, I've I've met uh, the crew. They are fantastic yeah. people. They, they are such uh, genuine, down-to-earth people. So I, I'm rooting for them. It, it makes it's like we got to get on the on the ball. Yeah, so if you guys want to give us sixty five thousand, <laughs> yeah. So uh, the anybody searchers, listening, the searchers uh, Kickstarter is coming up next. <laughs> yeah, because we can sure enjoy that sixty five k. We'll give you guys some quality Man, content. We'd be producing episodes for years to come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. look but, how but long just, it's taken us to get a second episode out. Bro. Right, right. But you know, look, we may not have a Kickstarter, right? But we do have a Patreon. I and, am here to ask today. An editor, yeah. somebody out there. Yeah, if there's an editor, editor that's willing to work with us, um, we I mean, we can we can try to work something out. We for, can work something out for cheap for the low right. low dollar, right? Zero. zero. But we will but, definitely credit you. Yeah, but we don't have a Kickstarter, but we do have a Patreon. So if you're if you're willing to support us in any capacity, please consider joining 
the Patreon if you haven't already. And I'm still trying to prove to my wife and five children that this isn't just a hobby for me. So, <laughs> right. And, and and again, if you watch 28 Days Haunted, that was uh, like Ray's intro. So, I'm trying to prove to my wife and five children. I think this thing, this ain't a hobby for me. This is real. This is this isn't a hobby for me. This is the real job and the fucking hundred thousand dollar a year government job I have is the hobby. I think what you should say is, (laughs) and why did you say that? Why did you Why did you say that then? Because at the time it wasn't. I do it. I told you. Do what you're told. Yeah. You play Uh, ball. Yeah. Oh, that brings it. A good point. Network television. You got to play ball. You got to play ball. Sometimes uh, you got to play with balls. Oh, God. <laughs> Josh's ears perked up. and like, why? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> uh, so uh, the whole gist of all of this is please go support uh, Dakota and, and the Destination Fear crew. We, we call Project them that. Fear. But now it's Project Fear. Go support them. Uh, on social media, they have a YouTube video and stuff. Go check it out. It explains in detail what they're trying to do. Um, but go support them. They're really good people, and and um, we support them because we know how it is to create yourself yep. and without all the the strings attached. And maybe one so. day we can do like an Avengers movie where Project Fear. Oh man, I'd, I'd I'd work. I'd be down. Yeah, I'd work with them in a heartbeat. They're good people, and yeah, and you know sure. I, I want to associate with people that are good. So because like we've said know. a million times, like this is not in this day and age, we have an opportunity to go from being competitors to being collaborators. Absolutely. Well, and that's yeah, you're right. the The problem is there's not and many collaborators, right. and the difference is is that if we all work together. We give ourselves the power because right now we're all competing against each other for these few little slots right. that are available. And the, and problem the networks is, know that. And so they're pitting everybody against each other. And at the end of the day, we could all be working together and we can make our own whatever we want. You know, I think it all comes yeah. down to having a little compassion for the people that are really trying to produce yeah. quality work. And then also be, be ready to be prepared to bring something to the table yourself, you know? Because we yeah. all we all know what we go through, and we know what every other paranormal investigation team and every other TV show, and we know what they have to deal with all the time. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there is no empathy for each other, and yeah. the fact that it's so brutal and so cutthroat, is why like we sat here and we watched the video, and we're like, "Damn, I know exactly how he feels." Because yeah, for sure, it is a f- brutal feeling. To know that you were giving it your all, and this is something you poured your heart and soul into, and they just said, "You're done. We don't need you anymore." Well, and they don't give you a reason. They no, don't, don't no, ever give to, you that, a reason. That's, they cut you from the fold, and that's it. That's how uh, me, Dave, and Cindy felt with Absolutely. the Holzer files. Yeah, we had sure. two seasons. We had countless, uh, like our our numbers were were good, and people still people are still asking about they it. Don't they don't want to accept the fact that it's it's over and right. done with? And, and people are like. Look, this was a fresh take on it. Um, you know, why was it canceled? And we're left with, well, it was a business decision. Right. Which is and, such a terrible response. Yeah. You honest. people don't understand how little control you have over anything. And they'll you are you. just a cog in the wheel. Yeah. And at the end of the day, at any moment, you can be replaced. Yeah. Absolutely. Without without question. Because like right. I mean, you, Dave, and Cindy had Holzer files. 
Then they decided, okay, well, Dave and Cindy, we're going to put you on this show with KD. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you went and did 28 Days Haunted with me and Amy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they didn't give two shits about the fact that they gave Dave and Cindy a whole nother, you know, syndicate, well, not syndicated, but a whole nother platform to to be on. And they just left you in the lurch. Like, they just shit all over you. Poor Shane. Yeah. Hashtag, <laughs> Hashtag poor, poor Shane. Shane. Here but, I but am. You, but just, you know what? Just waiting. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be here. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Somebody put, put Josh on a television show yeah, without please, me and Shane. Please, because we, uh, I mean... We don't want to hear. Maybe about he it can anymore. do better than we I did because we no no we Josh, fucked Josh. up. Yeah, and so now it's Josh's no, turn. It's not about that, but so it, you know, twenty eight days haunted. We all interviewed together. Right. I don't want to put this all out there. Um, I didn't get picked because I think it ultimately came down to me not being a medium. Right. They had they had a formula that they wanted, and we didn't fit that mold. Even though it's ironic because. <laughs> They should have, and they, they regretted this choice immensely later. I will say this, well, they, and I turned it turned out being a medium, right? And they even said it was nice and it was like a fresh set of yeah. whatever for us to not have that medium ship, yeah, stuff right going off the bat, on. right? Yeah, and but like, we don't get a say right. again. And I mean, and it's and it is crazy that that they interviewed. I mean, the numbers have been skewed over time, but it's like eight hundred people. They interviewed 800 different paranormal investigators, and they only picked eight or nine or eight or something like that. So, like, yeah, like, I feel lucky to have done it, but I also feel like what I did wasn't the best that it could have been. Well, you did. You It was the best. What, what you had what to was shown with. wasn't right. the best, right? And I feel like if, if – and no offense to Amy – and no offense to production, no offense, but like I feel like if us three had have been on there together, shit would have been aces. But again, oh, sure. we would not have had a say so on how long we got on TV. No. Well, well, and that, and you don't realize like the editing aspect. It could have been, it could have looked completely different than how we really portrayed ourselves. Right. It would have had Josh's fucking COVID toes. Oh his. God, that's fine, Lord. Can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine twenty eight days in Anacoco? Can, you, can you imagine that? Good God! But again, please go support Project Fear. That that's kind of the segue that we've been going with this whole thing. Support them. Uh, we appreciate uh, creators that are trying to go and do their own thing. We're doing the same thing. If you want to support us. Join our Patreon. Please join our Patreon. It's yeah, it's like a helicopter. Do y'all hear that? Yeah, I hear it. Join our Patreon uh, if you want to support or listen to us for free on yeah. all yeah. of the streaming platforms. You can do that and follow Leave us on ratings, our social media. Please. Yeah, Leave just ratings. rate the show. Yeah. yeah, that helps us too. If you can't monetarily do it, then just uh, watching, le- sharing, leave us liking, rating. Yeah, leave us a five star review. But. Hopefully, please yeah. leave us a five star review. <laughs> Don't underestimate the value of all of that stuff that yeah. literally can take you to money. Money is great, but like just the the support and and rating and sharing and telling your neighbor, telling your friend, all that Absolutely. matters. All that helps in the long run. Like it's not just about like give us money, give us yeah. Money, and we realize because we're, we're gonna do this regardless. Yep. Because like we we have a love for this and we're gonna figure out a way. Me, Josh, and Shane, we always figure we'll out figure a out a way to to pay for it. Like we'll fucking stay in trailer parks and 
random ass little spots and you know we'll or find a sleep way. in the car or something yeah, we'll but, find a way but we realize that a lot of a lot of you may not have the funds to do it and that's completely cool like ray and josh have been saying um just to support just the uh you know rating the podcast or or leaving comment comments or sharing sharing the podcast that helps us more than you know so Anything that you could do is is valued, and we really appreciate that. But let's jump into this episode. We we always like jump on tangents, but it's cool. That's what I like right. about it. We talk about this stuff. We we'll give and, you the inside scoop. Yeah, and we had to talk about um, Project Dakota, Fear, for sure. Dakota, Chelsea, Tanner, Alex. You know, we gotta we gotta support them. So anyway, we're gonna be talking about a ghost blimp today. That's right, a ghost blimp. And y'all looked at me weird. Why did y'all look at I me weird? I thought you said blip. Blip? Yeah. Well, I still knew you said blimp, sense. but I mean, how can we not look at you weird when you say ghost blimp? Well, if you don't hear the story, you don't know. Why, tell why us, judge tell me? Tell us. I why mean, judge? I'm already judging you, but it's fine. All right. So we're going to be diving into the mind-boggling 80-year mystery of the U.S. Navy's ghost blimp. And you're not going to believe this story. It's pretty wild. All right. So back in August 1942, the L-8 blimp was on a routine mission patrolling the California coast for Japanese subs. It took off from Treasure Island in San Francisco Bay with Lieutenant Ernest DeWitt Cody and uh, Charles Ellis Adams on board. But when the L-8 crashed in Daly City just hours later, these two experienced pilots were nowhere to be found. It was like they had just vanished into into thin air. The press quickly dubbed it the ghost blimp. So there you go. There's your explanation. Okay, you don't have to look at me weird now. Okay? <laughs> All right. So there have been countless theories about what happened to these guys. Some think that they were captured by the Japanese. Others say they were killed by a stowaway. Somebody if, it, if it was from Treasure Island, then it was probably Long John Silver. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And some even suggest that they had a fight over a woman that ended in disaster. Like, okay, look, that's, listen, listen, okay. That's uh, Ray, Ray's not going to comment not about commenting this. commenting on that. He's not going to comment about this, but nobody is worth your life, okay? I'm just going to tell you that right now. Nobody's worth fighting over. I love women. Yeah. <laughs> my wife you, you love lemons? my life. You love yes, lemons? I do love lemons. Okay. Lemonade. <laughs> All right, so they, women's into women. So, so they thought. <laughs> yeah. So some even suggested they had a fight over a woman that ended in disaster. Was but, there a woman on the blimp? No, but the truth is, like they just had a fuss. Like there's a they had a this. they had a fuss over. Where's a the woman. baby? Oh God! All right, so but the truth is, we still don't know what happened to them. All right, so blimps were actually perfect for coastal patrols during World War II. They could stay in the air for long periods, fly slowly hover over targets, and operate in low visibility. But the ghost There's blimp... There's nothing low no, visibility about a blimp. Easy. All right. <clears throat> Listen, don't negate facts, He's okay? just reading the facts. Do not negate <laughs> facts. Like we're just shooting them down. Have you ever been like, oh my God, what is that in the sky? Nope, that's a blimp. It's a blimp. <laughs> 100% a blimp. Anyway... It's never not been a blimp. Geez. I'm pretty sure a couple of shots from any gun would... Y'all have the attention span of a gnat. Will y'all let me finish for a minute? Please. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, but the ghost blimp remains an unsolved mystery to this day. Some experts think that the pilot simply fell out. 
<laughs> fell out of the blimp. Hey, that that's a Dumb real that ways to die. Yeah, that shit could happen. But others disagree. They argue that if one of them had fallen, the other would have stayed in the blimp to radio for help. After all, don't give up the ship is the unofficial motto of the U.S. Navy. So there was only two people up there. Yeah. Yeah. So what they, do you think happened to the crew of of the Ghost Blimp? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it and see if we can figure aliens. this out. Let's see if we can figure this out. Okay. All right. So you said low visibility, blah blah blah, blah blimp, whatever. Okay. All right. But it depends on like the atmosphere. All right, go ahead. Press your button. You done now? All right. <laughs> Just getting started. Good God. So what do y'all think? All right, let's let's throw out some different scenarios here. Or you know, I threw out some scenarios. Now, what do you think could have been possible about this? Now it's still a mystery to this day. This happened in what, 1942? Um, they still don't know what happened. It's one of the it's a over 80, 80 year old mystery. Hmm. So All right, I got questions. Yeah. So I'm assuming they never found. Get on bodies, your phone and look right? up more of this stuff too, because you'll be able to, <coughs> to probably find some I'm things. Assuming they never found any bodies. No. Um. How did they? So did they just? How do you even get the blimp? Like, does it just float around up there for however long they want it to? How How did they? Well, that the that's I, I. It crashed. It did. Yeah. Okay. But when, when, whenever whenever they recovered the blimp, nobody was there. The, yeah, nobody gotcha. was there. Well, this was also 1942, so right. So the search and rescue may not have been <laughs> pretty terrible. I'm sure. Yeah, it may not have been tip top. There was, All right, so there was something else going on in 1942. Uh oh, the world. Yeah, yeah, it was World War. What was it? Two. Yeah, <laughs> the World second one, the big one. one. Yeah, correct. Um, I bet that they probably got into a fight and see. Yeah, but okay. When you're on a mission, though, like fights, especially about if it's about a woman or something, I, I think you put that to the side because you have. Okay, a well, it says right here that uh, one of the pilots had already survived another airship disaster, so clearly he was not very good at his job. <laughs> <laughs> or or he, he crashed and sank the USS Macon. Oh. Jesus Christ. Fuck. In 1935, there was nothing going on, so he just shit the bed. And they were like, you know what? A third man was on board named James Riley Hill. Oh, Did really? He messing but food? he got kicked off right before they left Treasure Island. Oh, okay. So he didn't actually. Right. Because Hill believed Cody was concerned about the added weight of having a third man on the ship. And they added, how big was the ship? Like, that's the thing. Like, it's a, it was used to be a Goodyear blimp, too. It just converted. <laughs> what? Well, why would that, how big was the third person? I mean, good Lord. <laughs> the boy was thick. <laughs> I, mean, ass boy. I mean, think about that. I mean, you're I worried know, about man. added weight? Really? All right. Here you go. Besides the two men, the only things missing were their life jackets. Oh, you know what? I got it. What? They're deserters. In a, you think they just jumped out? Yep. And deserters. Uh, that's a good point. They could have been like, screw this. I don't want to do this. Solved. You think they just said, fuck it? Yep. Jumped out. 
So they went AWOL. Is that what you're saying? They went AWOL. Yep. So they're like, Correct. look, we're going to take our life <laughs> our life vests and, and jump the hell out of here and never be seen again, yeah. ever. Yeah. All right. So apparently when it was <laughs> dropping out of the sky on the ground, hundreds of bystanders followed the deflating and increasingly misshapen craft as it drifted through the skies. One later described it as looking like a big broken wiener. <laughs> Okay, how true? How true is that? I mean, this is on the Smithsonian magazine. That is awesome. Does it say broken wiener or does it say something else? It says big broken wiener. Are (laughs) you with quotation marks around it? Oh, but look at this! Look at this. As often is the case, witnesses gave contradictory statements. Some claim they saw no one on board the blimp. A woman who was on horseback riding in the area says she used binoculars to spot not two but three men, and others reported seeing the men parachuting out of Dang, dude. the blimp. I got this figured out. For real. They did desert, and that's the whole reason they didn't want the third person on there because they didn't want him him knowing. They had planned this before they left. So the were they lovers to go run off with each other? I got it. That is... <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I, I I figured I, out the puzzle. That's what it is, dude. They were like, "No, we plan on jumping out of this thing once we leave Treasure Island." Where would they go? Oh. So here are the theories that they were captured by the Japanese. Yeah, they had defected. Mm-hmm. They had been murdered by a stowaway. They had killed each other, like you said, over a woman. And then the final theory: they had been abducted by, by aliens. aliens. Always got to have that one. So it, you always have aliens. Ray, Ray so we know got excited Ray about that one. Aliens. I don't know. Yeah, the, the most logical thing would be is they went AWOL. Yeah. Yeah. Affected. That, that's or the, that's they got the into a fight and they both fell off at the same time fighting with each other. Yeah, but they had life jackets on. Right. And why would the... That the, means that you had predetermined... But... The stowaway thing could could be a possibility too, because uh, the woman on horseback saw three men. Right. So could that be something? You know. Hey, what's up? <laughs> it's all good. But yeah, so that could be a possibility as well. Y'all gonna talk or just look? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know, man. I'm pretty, pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty set on the defect. I'm going with aliens. What did he say? <laughs> that was the wrong one. I was trying to do the crickets. Okay, there you go. Is that better? Don't yeah. touch don't touch the soundboard. I can do what I want. Touch this. You understand? Touch it. Oh, and uh Oh god. Here's a segue. Um thank you to BJ's Billiards for allowing us to uh do the podcast here. Yeah. It's really cool stuff. Um you're hearing we're in the back of a bar, so yep. you're hearing the background noise and glasses clinging. They're getting, yep, they're getting ready. They're, they're getting, getting ready. ready. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Paranormal Mind podcast. And until the next one, we will talk to you all later. See ya. See ya. <laughs>